What is going on, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of our Last Leg Podcast. Sorry. Yes, very excited you got me, your co-host, Nikki G, and my boy, Johnny G. God damn, we're going to get right into it because uh, it, it was a very good week in football. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to talk about it, but um, the we, we apologize for last week, um, Thanksgiving, you know, yeah. he was out of state, I had stuff going on. We apologize. We we really do Absolutely. because last week was a great slate, and I'm upset that we missed it. But yeah. while we got you here at the beginning of the video, you know, go ahead, like, subscribe, share, Spotify, YouTube, all that good stuff. You can check out the Insta as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we're just we're, we're happy to be here. We love doing this. Um, I know John does love it as oh, absolutely, well. Absolutely, um, it's got to be one of our funnest things to do. We look forward to it every week. Um, but with that being said. I think that just brings us straight into the week. Woo! Let's so, do it. I think we go ahead and start off as we always do, ladies and gentlemen. Thursday night football. We are at week 13. Man, we are we are approaching the end. I don't we are, like it. Are, I know. Don't I know, talk about but it. But it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> so I have a little couple of points that I usually don't really, if you guys have listened to our segments, my boy does a lot of uh, point talks. I want to do a little bit of justification for myself and kind of pick up my gears a little bit. So I, I did a little bit of dabbling it. on some of the stats. Um, that being said, we got the Seattle Seahawks at Dallas. The over and under is sitting at minus 46 and a half, and the line is sitting at minus nine, even favoring, guess who? The Cowboys. The Cowboys have won uh, actually 14 consecutive games at home. I can almost see this being another one to that count, so probably 15. The Seahawks just got embarrassed. If you guys saw on Thanksgiving, they got embarrassed. Horribly embarrassed. I will say no surprise there. I did call a one pick from Geno Smith. I think because maybe just because he's coming back from an injury, that could be a very big factor as yes. to why he's still kind of getting accustomed to everything, let alone coming back to a game against one of the best defenses in the NFL right now. So nonetheless, I think Dak and the Cowboys show up just as good as they have been performing, especially against the Commanders. That and that considering that was a divisional game. I know Correct. how we always stress Correct. how much a divisional game can factor in everything. It needs to be a fucking sign but right there. One, oh, for sure. So that's divisional a very good example. Divisional games are different. So the Seahawks actually got slaughtered by their divisional leader. And I'm pretty sure Seahawks and Cowboys are in that same division? No. Or was it the 49ers? Um, it is Cowboys, Eagles, Giants. One more. I don't know. That was good, though. Continue. <laughs> Digress that point. So, the Cowboys have a lot of weapons. Geno has maybe one. Metcalf, I guess if you count two, lock it. You, you stress <laughs> that a lot on most times when we get some player props. But I really like the Cowboys taking this. So, I do have two picks for this game. I, I It's not really good to choose. Nine, nine is a stretch. I, I can see it happening, nonetheless. I can give you two picks. The first one is, unless there's a juice on it, then take it. It'd probably be better to take it lively. But I can see Dallas winning by three. And the second pick is a pick by Geno Smith. This dude can probably throw another interception against the Cowboys. He's done it consistently. He's did it against the 49ers. And if you are parlaying both, at least on the ESPN bet app, that's plus 117. So I can see that happening. That's pretty good. So... Rather than choosing a money line, uh, if I had to choose, Cowboys are going to win. I'm sure everyone, without a shadow of a doubt, that's going to be the pick, favoring by the whole entire country. But as far as where the juice is at, give me Geno Smith for an interception. But if you can parlay them, do them both. I like that. 
Um, couple points to touch on. Absolutely. On this game. Yes, sir. And they are going to be make or break factors. Um, let's go over it. Cowboys. Wowee. Uh, Thanksgiving, they put the commanders in a fucking chokehold and didn't let go. 45 to mm. 10. They embarrassed them. That's the football I like to see. Never let your gas off the fucking pedal. Um, the Cowboys have covered the last three double-digit spreads in a row. All right. Cowboys are also 5-0 and at home against the spread this year. Mm. Um, their average margin of victory at AT&T Stadium is over 25 points. So nine shouldn't be a no-brainer. Which is absolutely crazy. Um, the Cowboys are on fire. Correct. We can we we can yeah. all agree with that. Absolutely, absolutely. Hold on though, because the Cowboys, the only time they've beat teams by double digits, they do not have a winning record. They have not beat a team this year with a winning record. Which I and guess what? They're gonna have to prove themselves against Seattle to break that streak. Um, because Seattle does have a winning record, sitting at six and five right now. I think. Okay. Um, but they're on fire. None of their wins are against a winning team or a team with a winning record. Um, the Seahawks winning would be big because that just, just for them to cover the spread, um, it would show that they're actual contenders. Now, if they win, it shows they're actual contenders. They can win road games, which is going to be a big factor because there's not a chance that they're going to be playing at home in the playoffs. Um, this is where this is the road we're looking at right now. We got to start looking at playoff contentions and stuff like that. Mm. Um, Metcalf, last time he played the Cowboys, he had a great game. It was like oh. four catches for over a hundred yards, I think. That's crazy. That's twenty five yards a catch. Um, little uh, little gem right here. Prescott has never beat the Seahawks in his entire career. I never knew that. Which I didn't is know that. Uh, d- just a little tidbit of a gem. Um, yeah. You got to think though. The last time they played was what probably. Th- two, three years ago. I think it was two years ago, maybe three. But either way, that Cowboys team is not what this Cowboys team is now. So that's when Russell Wilson was still there. Probably? No? Um. Yes. Yes? Yes. Okay. Yes. Continue. Um. Yeah. So, I mean, we're comparing, you know, Russ, uh, Trust and Russ, <laughs> to Geno, who is injured. Don't get me wrong. I love Geno. I want him to stay healthy, and I want him to be a good quarterback for the Seahawks. But – you're, I don't think he's going to be able to prove that against his Cowboys defense. Um, granted, the Cowboys defense has a couple injuries in it that are major factors, but somehow they seem to manage to overcome and conquer. Um, with all that being said, um, yeah, I think it's, I think it's crazy to back the Seahawks in mm-hmm. this game. Um, Cowboys, the spread sitting at forty six and a half. Cowboys put up forty five themselves. Um, so go ahead and give me the over and give me the Cowboys to cover the spread. And I'll take them at plus nine and a half. I think the Cowboys win by two scores. Mm. Mm. Okay. All right. Pretty pretty bold take there. Um, before we dig- digress, move to the next one. Do we have a weekly Nikki GSGP? Um, we'll double back on it, and I'll get you guys right at the end of the show. All right. So I will push us to our next game. If you guys saw them last Sunday... They did pretty damn well. I watched the game myself. Again, week after week, we stress it to you guys. These guys have fire in them. They never give the fuck up. We have the Indianapolis Colts against the Tennessee Titans. One and a half favoring the Colts in Tennessee. And they're sitting at over and under at 42 and a half. So straight out the gate, 
props to the Cowboys. Excuse me, the Cowboys, the Colts. The Colts. Not to say, don't <laughs> you Colts, get that red and they white? Did what, they did well. They did really, really well. Uh, Baker Mayfield tried just as much as Minshew Mania. Every time I saw Minshew pop up, this guy's voice always pops in my head. <laughs> Minshew Mania! Anyway, that being said, the Colts are, they were going to lose. They were going to lose, but they pulled it off. Again, fire never gives up. They never give up. They what do you always mean they were going to lose? Bro, they were going to choke that end. They were they were close not to lose it, but to at least tie. They gave the opportunity to the Buccaneers to potentially tie the game to twenty seven to twenty seven, which could have pushed it to overtime. I ba- mean, you, you could make the same argument that the Bucks blew the game too and gave yeah, it yeah, to the Colts. Yeah, yeah. But the fact was, in that aspect, was that the Buccaneers were down the entire game. Right. So that's what I'm saying. That the Colts almost gave the Bucks the opportunity. Almost gave the, almost gave them the opportunity. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's all yeah. I'm saying. That's all, all I'm right. saying. All right. all right. Don't disrespect the boys in blue. I won't. I won't. I won't. All right. So I like to say that the game was overall <laughs> very entertaining. But moving to the Titans, so I predict this game to be a very rush heavy game. But with that being said, JT was starting to find his groove with the whole team, the whole entire shebang. Recent news, JT is going to be out for about one to two weeks for a finger injury and a finger surgery. Two to three. Two to three, Art. Two to three. He's getting surgery in L.A. today or tomorrow on his thumb. Okay. So, big factor there. That at least still leaves Zach Moss, though. Who's a dog. Exactly. So, we've got Zach Moss versus Derrick Henry. Minshew, when he wants to run the ball. There's there's still some run game there, for sure. Um, But... It sucks because I really wanted to compare these stats, and I made this cheat sheet for myself before that announcement was made on the score app. If we were going to look at the past three games or so for JT, he had 91 yards for two touchdowns, 69 yards for one touchdown. Compared to Derrick Henry, he had 76 yards for two touchdowns. He did do bad for the past two games. I, I give him that. Two tutties last week. But though. overall, still pretty good. And he got a 75-yard game with only one touchdown. And he had 101 yards against the Steelers. So, Derrick Henry's pretty notorious for doing very well against the Indianapolis Colts. I'll give him that. The last time they played, he didn't do so hot. Maybe it's because the Colts really made their playbook to work around Derrick Henry. But this game could be potentially different. The Colts, I think, are going to pull it off. The reason I say that is because the Colts and the Texans both sit at six wins and five losses. If the Colts can beat the Tennessee Titans, that puts them in a better position and hopefully the Texans can lose against the Broncos. And the Broncos are doing mighty well so far. My 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 yeah. opinion. But if if the Broncos can beat the Texans, that really, really puts the Colts in a very good spot for that wild card position. And the only thing they got to worry about is just getting and catching up to the Jags record. So overall, if I had to take a pick on this, give me the Colts money line at minus 118. That is the correct choice. Um, so if the... Uh Let's say football ended the day right now. Mm. Colts are in the playoffs. Yep, absolutely. Colts are in the wild card. Absolutely. That's over the Bills, the Bengals. So dude, the the Colts ain't no fucking slouches this year, okay? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You know, now I, I don't even want to talk about if Anthony Richardson was in instead. Because I'm happy Gardner's in. I'm I happy like Gardner. I like Gardner Minshew. Um, I learned to like him. I learned to Again, like him. hats off to the boys for a beautiful win, uh, beautiful fighting on both teams. Uh, I respect both of them. Uh, Evans, Godwin, Baker, everybody's great, but Colts were better. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, with the unfortunate news of JT, that really stinks. But yeah, honest to God, I'm fine with Zach Moss. 
I, I have no problem Absolutely. with them running the backfield. That 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 kid is kid. He's older than me. <laughs> that guy has shown that he can run a backfield by himself, and he can take twenty carries a game, and and can produce a hundred yards a game. He has proven that. So for all the people that are worried about JT being out, we've done it already without him. We're good. It's going to be okay. Um, the Titans are coming off a seventeen to ten loss against the Panthers who I want to touch on real quick because good job, Panthers, for firing Frank Reich before oh, yeah. it didn't take you three years. Mm-hmm. You know, you figured out it was bad uh, 12 weeks in. Good for you. Um, but with them firing him, that makes me very happy. Um, I think it puts a little boost in Colts Nation a little bit, especially the players that were stuck under him. Oh, for sure. That all thought he was a bad coach, and I, I still think he is. But the Panthers are going to be paying for a while. But back to the game. Uh, Colts are four and one on the road this season. Bet you didn't know that. Four and one on the road. They've lost yeah. one road game. Yeah, bro. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Very respectable and commendable. Um, Gardner and the whole crew. Good God, they're playing good football right now. You you can't I really agree. argue that. No, absolutely. Um, they won the last three in a row, and to me, they're teams that some of them should have beat us. You know, everybody counted the Colts out very quickly, but. The problem for the Titans is going to be Derrick Henry. Yes, sir. Um, exactly what I said. In my opinion, if Henry is getting 100-plus yards a game like he was last year and the year before that, mm. you know, I mean, there's a reason they call him King Henry. He was the mm. rushing leader for so long. Mm. Now, all of a sudden, you can't get him to break 100. If Henry doesn't break 100, I don't think they are a competitive team at all. Do you think the reason he was probably getting the opportunity to break 100-plus yards most of the seasons, like you mentioned, was because they still had Tannehill. Right? No, no, you don't think so. I, I personally, I think Tannehill is a more accurate arm than Will Levis. I agree with that aspect, but if you have a quarterback that's able to dish the ball to other receivers, that gives the impression to the defense that hey, we don't completely have to put all of our focus on Derrick Henry, which is the position they're in now. So they always have their eyes set on Henry. Well, the when pro- you think, well. The, that, but then also a little bit controversial. But. Also, Hopkins because Hopkins tore, Hopkins tore us up on the Texans for years, dude. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So it's going to be a man with a probably a cover on Hopkins, and then they're going to have one guy blitzing every single time, and one guy keep, keeping on the spy on Henry. That's going to be the best way to run this defense. I don't know if Gus Bradley understands how to run a good defense, but hey, he didn't do bad last week. Um, but to me, if, if Henry's not getting 100 yards, that, that's not the game you want to go. Random question. What would you, <laughs> could you imagine C.J. Stroud, Tank Dell, and DeAndre Hopkins all in the Houston Texans? No. Uh-uh. Nah. No. That'd be a... To me, that'd be a crazy lineup, bro. It'd be a lineup. <laughs> <laughs> Only because oh. they're in my division, I won't give them the respect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy. All right, continue. Um, but then also, like I said, you know, Hopkins is, he, he knows the Colts, you know, he, he doesn't like us. He has given us problems for years on years on years. Yes, sir. And now the motherfucker's back in our division. Again. <laughs> but I, I think between Kenny Moore, Julian Blackman, um, they're going to be able to figure something out for him. Don't get me wrong. If you can keep Hopkins to less than, I don't know, 60 yards, that's a good game. You played a good defensive game. Yeah. Because Hopkins will go up there and get it, a hundred percent. Yeah, um, no disagreement, not zero, zero disagreement. But 
like John said, I am taking the Colts money line, and I am also taking over 40 and a half. Um, 42 and a half smells baity. Um, I think this could go, I don't know, like 13. 2017? Yeah. What's that, 37? Yeah. Um, but no, 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 higher than 2017, I think. Well, you said you wanted 40. And that's 37. Yeah, yeah, so I'm giving you a bit. All right, so what, 2020? I'm thinking like 24-17. That's 41. Exactly, that's why I'm at 40. 40 oh, seven. okay, I'm tripping. All right, you're you're choosing the over. Okay, I got you, I got you. <laughs> my fault, my fault. <laughs> that's okay, uh, that's okay. I don't know, um, we'll see. Because, I mean, my, Pittman, I, I'm just the last point. Like, Pittman, he had 100-plus a game against the Buccaneers. And I'm shitty because I had him as an anytime touchdown. But like that's what lost they, the whole the Colts parlay, too. Have, yeah, the Colts the Colts have the potential to get it down down the field. It's if they can execute. And that goes for a lot of NFL teams, not just the Colts overall, you know what I'm saying? So I guess you could be right. It could just get all they can put up so many yards on the on the on the box score, whatever. But that doesn't mean they're going to score a touchdown. So I could just really come down to that. It'll just end up going to Matt Gay, making a field goal. Um, and then also, just a hot take real quick, I don't think Vrabel will be the head coach at the end of the year anymore. I honestly agree with you. I I, <laughs> I agree with he you. He needs to get out of yeah. there. Um, you're wasting <laughs> either keep Vrabel and get rid of Henry or keep Henry mm-hmm. and get rid of Vrabel. Yep. Because yep. it makes no sense why he's getting less than 20 touches a game. Yeah. He is the best player on your offense next to Hopkins. Yep. You either throw it to him or you give it to Henry. It could be just because they don't want to get him hurt all the time or all the time, but in general. But I, I get the whole safety, the safety aspect of it. But again, he's the best player on the team for a reason. He's like let him six, be an six. athlete. <laughs> let like him six. show you why you picked him up in the first place. Exactly. Right. He he played lights out in Bama. That motherfucker's like six six, two hundred and fifty pounds of like zero body fat. You ever seen that man work out? Mm. Oh my god, yeah. he could bench press us together. Yeah, exactly, like oh, yeah. with ease, repping us too. <laughs> um, it, it's crazy to it not is. be giving him the ball, but it is. Pray to God they don't. Colts money line over forty. In you half. heard it. You want to bring us to our next game? Yeah, I'll take us into it. I don't know if you have any points on it, but I, I find it to be a good one. Okay, let me hear it. Um, Lions at Saints. Lions are favored mm. by four and a half over under at forty nine and a half. Now. A couple things we need to go over real quick is that the Lions lost to the Packers last week, 29-22. to But again, right here is the sign where it should be. Divisional games are different. Those are the teams that can beat the teams that you think are crazy good, just like the Commanders almost did twice against the Eagles. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, Absolutely. Also, that's who's fourth in that division, the Commanders. Oh, you got it. There you go. Yeah, here you go. There you go. My fault. My fault. You're right. Um, Saints are coming off an embarrassing fucking loss to the Falcons. Again, another divisional game. 24 to 15. Five fucking red zone trips, and you couldn't get in the end zone once. That's embarrassing. Then also, Chris Olave left the game third quarter with a concussion. Um, I'm not sure if he's going to be able to clear concussion protocol to get in this week. Um, so, going back to last week, with all that talent, how do you not get in? I, I'm sorry, but Olave, Kamara, and Taysom Hill, 
with your wild factor and bro, I'm so surprised that entire game. How the hell did Kamara not get into the end zone? I have I, I don't know how Alave didn't. I don't know how and they fumbled Hill it did twice it. in the end zone or once, um, once or they twice? fumbled once in the red zone for a fact. Uh, maybe twice. Yeah, yeah. So, some bullshit like that. It, it, it was like that. It, it was a, a, a hack job. It looked very bad because the Falcons yeah. looked terrible all year. But then again, they brought back Desmond Ritter this week. But the motherfucker had less than 100 yards going into halftime. So it really came down to the Saints playing bad ball, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but without Olave, let's go through the Saints targets real quick. Taste milk. Alvin Kamara. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. Rashid, uh, Rashid. Rashid Shaheed. Yeah, that guy. He's out. Michael Thomas oh, is? is out. Chris Olave is out. They're three Ooh. best wide receivers. <whistles> See ya. They're not even in the game. This They're week. not favorite though, right? No, not okay, at all. Okay, but okay. The, then, you know, at only four and a half, the Lions have been playing lights out football. Granted, they're going to Nolens, but... That don't mean shit. Um, now, let's go over... The targets on the Lions, okay? Because you've got David Montgomery, Jameer Gibbs, Amon Ross St. Brown, Sam Laporta, Josh Reynolds, and that's not counting that big bad boy Hutchinson on defense, okay? This is a no-fucking-brainer, in my opinion. Um, The only factor is going to be golf. I, I think that yes. he is always the yes. underlying factor yes. for the Lions. Yep. You know, we saw when he was in L.A. that he's got issues, you know, he does have off games. But right now, this is Jared Goff's best football. And I think he keeps playing this way and bounces back from a loss. Give me the Lions to cover and then give me under 49 and a half. I agree with you. With What's the Lions sit at to cover? Uh, four and a half on the Lions. Give me the Lions at minus three just in case the Saints somehow always try to find some interceptions, fumbles, some some turnovers of some sort. Just know, in case. Just in case. They know how to kick field goals, that's yeah, for sure. Exactly, exactly. Um I think if I had to choose only two, it kind of compares to the very first part of the game where I said with the Seahawks and the Cowboys, give me the Lions at minus two and a half or three. I think it could push. I think they win by a field goal no matter what. <laughs> Give me Jared Goff to throw an interception. He has literally been throwing nothing but picks the Is past it? two games. I think he's thrown four or five in total in the past two to three games. So I'm just going to ride this little train until he breaks the habit. Um, that That's just one that you I'm, I'm not saying to do it, but that's what I'm going to do because that's what I feel what I'm comfortable with. And go ahead. No, no, no. I, I agree with you. I'm just saying oh, okay. yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. So – Ride the train. If you, if you want to ride it with me, sweet. I think he's going to throw a pick, but I also still think that the Lions will cover and they still will win. Period. Period. I agree. Um, I only let's, have... let's save the best for last. Oh, okay. Uh, do you want... Then bring us to the next one then, bucko. All right. Let's go ahead and go... <laughs> he already knows. You already know what game we're saving oh, for we, last. We all you guys know, know. We all know. You guys know. Um, let's go ahead and jump into the Chiefs and Packers. Um, they are going to Lambeau Field. They're playing in Packers territory. Chiefs are favored by six and a half over under at 42 and a half. Now, Chiefs are coming off a good win, 31-17. Yes, sir. Um, one thing that you need to note on is that the Chiefs defense, they got scored on twice, and they were like, yeah, we're done. We're done with this shit. They let them score three more points after that, and yeah. they scored b- both touchdowns, what, in the first quarter? Yep, yep. Yeah, so... 
the Chiefs defense stepped it up big time, and they're playing great football right now. That's you, you cannot forget that. I know it doesn't sound right. The Chiefs defense, normally they're offensive heavy, but their defense is what's saving them in these games right now, okay? Because the Chiefs offense is playing good, but this isn't, you know, three, four years ago Chiefs offense, okay? They're, they're not as electric. They, they know how to milk their way down the field now. And I, I, I like them playing football like that. That's how Brady made his entire career is little fucking, you know, five out mm-hmm. and in mm-hmm. and throw it to him. Let him work for the extra five yards. Yes, sir. And that's exactly how Brady became the quote unquote goat. Um, but again, Chiefs defense is playing really well. Do not, do not, nobody discredit Jordan Love right now because Bro. he is probably playing the best football he's played all year right now. Okay, because in the last two weeks, Jordan Love, last two games, Jordan Love is thrown for 590 yards and two tutties. Five tutties. I'm sorry. Uh, one game was two tutties. One game was three tutties. And guess how many mm-hmm. interceptions in that game, those two games? I don't know. Zero. Zero oh, interceptions. Actually, you just rang a bell. Uh, I saw a post on Instagram or Facebook, whatever, comparing side-by-side Aaron and Rodgers' uh, stats in his very first three or one first season or his third season, uh, whatever, his stats are so similar to Jordan Love's. And the way he performed against the Lions, unbelievable. I really, really thought that the Packers were not going to be able to uh, even keep up with the Lions. And I'm pretty sure everyone thought that Thanksgiving week. So when I saw that, I was, bro, I was literally stunned. Uh, me, my dad, I'm sure you did. I'm sure you guys did. All had the Lions money line. We were all sweating. But lost my bet. And uh, it, it was it was very agonizing, but but very promising to see that the Packers still have it in them to pull that much potential, even with a, a quarterback like that. Jordan Love really is promising. Um, it gives me an eye to see what the future holds for quarterbacks like Jordan Love, C.J. Stroud, etc., but that was just my little piece. Well, Jordan Love also learned under, you know, arguably the a top 25 quarterback of all time, you know, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Whoa, you don't think Aaron Rodgers was top 25 all time? Uh, I'll, I'll give him the 25th spot. <laughs> I'll give him the 25th spot. Oh, my God. I wish we had enough time for him to name 24 <laughs> quarterbacks better than Aaron Rodgers. Um, but back don't. to the game. <laughs> but we don't. <laughs> but we don't. <laughs> um, another thing to take into factor here is that weather very well could play a factor. We're playing in Wisconsin, so um, you know it's it's very possible there would be a lot of snow. Now, don't get me wrong. Chiefs have an open stadium, so they're okay with this. They know how to deal with this in Arrowhead. But in Wisconsin, man, I'm, it's just that cold hits different, dude. It's oh, yeah. it's a different oh, yeah. breed. Um. But at the end of the day, let's hear it. I'm not playing the spread. Give me the Chiefs money line. Um, and I'm not touching the over under either. Um, if you want to take anything with the Chiefs being at six and a half, damn. Over under at 42 and a half. Um, Mahomes and you know what? Same fire, bro. It could, it could come close. Give me the Chiefs at minus five and a half and over four, over 39 and a half. Chiefs minus five and a half and over 39 and a half. I think the Chiefs put up 27. I think that 
Packers aren't any slouches. I think Love throws for two passing touchdowns. Um, and I they like get a field one. goal in there somewhere. So give me 27-17. Chiefs to win. Chiefs cover the spread and over 39 and a half. I am not going to touch this game. If anything, I'll do something live. Uh, maybe like uh, an extra field goal that I think one of the teams will get. But zero. Zero part of this game. It could literally go any way at any point in time. Everyone's going to think heavy on the Chiefs and the Packers could come back. Or vice versa. Uh, Chiefs are notorious for starting off slow and picking up the pace full throttle. Uh, you guys saw it on against, uh, what was the last team they just played? The Saints or? Raiders. The Raiders. They started off 14-0. 14-0. Halftime, 14-14. You never know. It's the Chiefs. So uh, no comment, no take, maybe a live wager. We'll see. Follow us on Instagram. We post it as soon as we make it. Hey, and you guys, if you guys follow us already, check out the reels. We cashed. And uh, you'll, you'll see more reels throughout the week. That brings us to our last game, or one of our favorite games, and I'm pretty sure that's one of the games you want to watch. That brings us to the San Francisco 49ers at Philadelphia Eagles. We're in Philly. The line sits at minus three, favoring the 49ers. Crazy. And the over and under is sitting at 46 and a half. You could say that this would could be the NFC Championship rematch. Last year, we had Brock Purdy injure his arm the first quarter. Very, very disappointing. We all thought this was going to be one of the best NFC Championships we had in a while. Could we see it happening again as far as not the injury, but like will the outcome still be the same? The Eagles just plowing the 49ers. They have Brock Purdy. Everyone always calls him Mr. Irrelevant. So I think... This game is kind of a little sneak peek of what we hope we would have saw last year and what we could potentially see this year. But that that's we'll see. We'll see. Both teams are literally playing fantastically. The Eagles have playing nonstop and they've showing us, showing us why they're num- the number one team. They've lost literally one time. One Eagles have in all their games that they've won by one score or less. They're I won't disagree one. there, but who they're the squeaking the day, who pulls by. The They're squeaking by. But still, still. This, this is a dub. Is a dub? Is it not? I mean, it is. But I'm saying squeaking by is not going to be a thing that happens with the 49ers. You don't squeak by the 49ers, who are arguably next to Philadelphia. The best. How many team times in the have the 49ers lost this entire season? One. And guess who it was? Two. Zach Wilson. The Jets. Right. Yeah. That's embarrassing. What? Oh. Okay. Forget what he just said because, bro, okay, no, you know what? Bro, it doesn't even matter just because you think because they lost to the Zach Wilson. Yeah, a a couple interceptions, but we could say the same for people like Jared Goff, Tony Romo. That's going way back. Obviously, it's not really relevant to what's happening now, but there are quarterbacks like Patrick Mahomes making mistakes. Other teams who are in the top tier, like, like the Buffalo Bills, they were supposed to be one of the best teams this entire season. And they're not showing up at all. I mean, nobody said they were going to be one of the best teams. Uh, they've they yeah, proved, they've proved time and time again that they're not. Uh, yeah, but they still somehow make it, no matter what. But they just lost to the Eagles, and also... And the Eagles have lost to the Commanders. No, they didn't. Not this season, last... Well, yeah, it was this season, was it not? No, they didn't. Okay. They the, the Commanders they took them to twice. overtime. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Okay, but so still, you're So you're not agreeing that the Eagles squeak by... And no, I'm saying that they are win. still one of the best teams in the NFC. Yes, they are. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Correct. But I'm saying well, the, Eagles, the, NFL, the well. Eagles squeak by nonstop. 
Okay. They barely win. But they still win. Okay, but that's not the 49ers. The 49ers are a totally different breed of a football team. So, oh, all right, well, this kind of just... Fuck the points. Fuck, fuck no, the no, 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 no. I've got, we got so many no. points we got to no. touch on. Bro, oh, then you know what? Then let me hear yours. Let me hear it. Let me hear well, it. Well, I'll let you know right now. 49ers beat the shit out of the Seahawks. Like we already covered 31-13 Easy, yep. Yeah. 49ers look good. Eagles squeak by against the Bills once again... And they went by a field goal in overtime. That's another game they squeaked by in. Correct? Correct. They barely won. Correct. Barely won. Correct. To a team that is not even in the wild card right now. Mm -hmm. All right? Mm -hmm. Now, the Eagles almost losing shows a lot about that Eagles defense. Mm -hmm. Now, they didn't show, they didn't decide to show up, it seems like, until they played the Chiefs. They were letting teams throw fucking point after point after right, touchdown. Right, yeah. All year long. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. Eagles are a great football team. I'd put them at, you know, arguably number one or number two. Okay. Agreed. Now, this is going to be a very close game. Absolutely. 100% it's going to be a nail-biter all the way to the end. But again, the Eagles tend to squeak by. Yeah. Barely. Yes, sir. Um, little tidbit, which is kind of fun. Um, the Eagles will be in history of gambling the only team that is 10 and 1 at home and they're still underdogs who the eagles oh for this game yeah 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 so i mean nobody else ever in sports betting history has ever been an underdog at home while they're 10 and 1 yeah nobody pretty gnarly which it, it is it's crazy pretty gnarly. i went back and forth on this fucking game a lot um the good golly um i'm gonna be honest with you just to cut in and you can read it as you wish in this entire cheat sheet that i made of roughly four to five hours ago on my last <laughs> bullet point i did not choose anyone to win this game because on here and i quote <laughs> actually i don't i think i deleted it but regardless i didn't know who to choose because it can go anyone's game. It can be anyone's game. So I wanted to wait for your input for you to convince me. That is so funny. On what to choose. That's so funny because I want you to read the end of my notes. Give me what to say after that. Oh, it's blank. Blank. I didn't know who to take. <laughs> I don't know who to take, bro. It's anyone's game. It's, it's literally just points. So, like, if anything, and if, if friendly reminder for all those who are watching our podcast right now and listening to this. This is literally anyone's game. This is the game of the week. 100%. There's no arguing. So if anything you're going to go for, if you make any fucking parlays, if you're making any parlays, listen to me. Do not choose any spreads or money lines, no matter what you do. I think player props is the way to go for this game. This is one of them. The only two takes that I think I could give you is either McCaffrey anytime touchdown or Jalen Hurts. And I'm still uncertain about those because this game can literally go any way, any way. I don't know who to choose. I'm 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 at a loss too. 49ers for three and three on the road too against the spread. This, this could be a game that anyone could truly watch without betting. Just just watch. Like just this is see probably some good the football. prime football. Period. But go ahead. Sorry. Um, no no no. You're good, dude. The uh, the crazy. The talent on the offense to me is evenly matched. Um, Hertz is the X factor though. 
depends on what they're going to want to do. Because against the Bills, they squeak by. How well? How many times do we see Hurts on you know third and nine or some shit like that? And he gets the ball, everybody spreads wide, sends them all on uh, four streaks, and boom, he's got the middle wide open. But he They're also good. fumbled it twice. He also did fumble it. Um, Last game, at least. But I, I, I think he corrects himself. Hertz is a very... He is so in his own head, I think, when he starts playing football. And I think that might be one of his biggest downfalls and one of his yeah. biggest pros. Um. Because whenever the Philadelphia kicker's eagle, the, the Philadelphia Eagles kicker, kicked the field goal to uh, send it to overtime, he was on the sideline shaking his head. So you could tell he was disappointed in himself. It, this game shouldn't be going to overtime. If there is a dog in anybody in the NFL, it is Jalen Hurts. That boy wants to fucking win games. Yes, sir. I, 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 I love both of these teams they are hands yeah, down two bro. of my favorite teams to watch like you said nfc championship is this thursday night is this or excuse me sunday night no no this is sunday four o'clock Four twenty-five. wow midday midday um man <laughs> all right i uh and i don't want to test you over and under because sometimes every time we think like it's going to hit over with crazy teams. It never is. It never is. And the over-under is sitting at 46 and a half. half. Let's right. See. I mean, right. that's 27-20. It's not that crazy. I could see at least two teams, both of these teams, hitting two touchdowns. So 14-14 out of the gate. Now what happens after that, I don't know. I don't know. Because you got to look at it uh, through the lenses of the fact that the Bills put up 34 points on them. Yeah. You know that right there. Do we I not think th- they have both have stellar offenses more than stellar defenses. Well, well, I think the 49ers are a top five defense in the NFL. Okay. Eagles? No. They are not. They should not have allowed Josh Allen and the Bills to outscore them. Not outscore them, but out. they had, I think it was 124 more yards offense than the Eagles did. Which, but... Also, that was because Josh Allen is is so fluky. For sure. Um, that man, what, threw two, three interceptions, yeah. something ridiculous. Yeah. Um, personal opinion, I like John said, I'm not touching the over-under. I'm not touching the spread. This is a godsend for mm-hmm. player props, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, sir. Um, that's all I have on this game. I'm not giving you guys any type of direction on that. Player props. props for sure. Um, if you guys want to touch anything live, that'd probably be the right time to do it. Correct. If anything I do, that's probably what it will be. But if we put up any sort of player prop parlay, we'll do it on our Instagram. Be sure to follow us. Um, you know, subscribe, hit the bell. We we appreciate it. Helps the algorithm. I think that concludes this entire episode, unless you have anything else to say, my guy. I think we are good. <laughs> um good God, what a fun episode. I promise you we'll be here next week. Yes, sir. Um we'll try not to miss any for the rest of the year. Yeah. Um especially when playoffs come around, you guys always oh, know yeah. where oh, to come 100%, for the best. 100%. Um John, you got anything else? <sighs> like, subscribe, share with your family and friends. We are here. We love you guys. You got me, Johnny G, my favorite co-host. My boy. Oh, wait. I'm Nikki G. <laughs> my boy Johnny Gamble. <laughs> yes, sir. We will catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Peace out, y'all. Give me cheers, Johnny. Later.